Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. All right, Mornings with Lone Star here on Lone Star Community Radio, irlonestar.com worldwide, and also live on Facebook, YouTube, Connors FM 104.5, 106.1. I'm hanging out in the studio with Steve uh, Crace. He's going to be a performer at the upcoming Conroe Crossroads. It's going to be technically this weekend. He's going to be playing on, I believe, if I'm looking at the schedule correctly, it's going to be the Red Brick Tavern at around 10.30 on Friday, April 14th. So Friday, April 14th, your tickets to the Conroe Crossroads Festival will get you to see Steve Crace live on stage at the Red Brick Tavern. At, a, at a, I'm looking at... I think it's 10. Yeah, it, well, yeah, there, it's weird how they do it. I'm going to... You know, you know how weird this is? I'm going to put this up for everyone to see because I can't really understand it. I'm not very good at this. <laughs> so if people are on Facebook, YouTube, they can see what I'm showing. You can kind of see it says... I mean, it's... I guess there's a gray area between 10 and 10.30 maybe. Do you see what I'm talking about? I can't really... Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like right here. I don't know what that even means. Hey, uh, hey, I'm, I'll well, let's there. let's let's I'll hear it from there, Steve. Let's hear it from Steve. Steve, when do you perform? We're hitting. The t- we're, I'm planning to hit the stage at ten o'clock it. on uh, on the fourteenth at the Red Break Tavern. Okay. So I'll be there, and you know, I like to tell everybody we're going to play till four thirty in the morning. But you know, we'll do whatever we we'll do whatever. Well, we're yeah, gonna that's do. that's one thing I love about the Red Brick is you never know. And if people don't know who Debbie Glenn is, she's the uh, the main lady there, and it's always like if she's there, it's pretty much open. It's really creepy. Like yeah. old school restaurant, you know, it's like if she's there, yeah, she's having a good time. That's right. And, uh, you know, all of our shows that we've been there and Debbie's been there, it's been it's been. Yeah. You never know what to expect. And we uh, we go we go pretty late. <laughs> we had some good times. Yeah. Their food's uh, their food is amazing. Yeah. We went there last week. The Taste Fest, Conroe's Chambers doing the Taste Fest and they're a participant and they changed it up since COVID where now you get like a pass. Right, and basically, you can take that pass pass to all participating restaurants and get like a sample or a brownie or whatever. I missed it. So no, no, it's going. It's starting April the weekend. Oh. Of, it's starting the weekend of a uh, Crown or Crossroads. Oh, right on. So good. It's really interesting because uh, you. It's like I think for non-members, it's like forty bucks, but there's like fifty restaurants you can oh, go right to. Oh, right on. I definitely. And you can just say, out. "Hey, can I try this?" I think Debbie's doing the brownie, the okay. skillet brownie. I all think, right. and then you can try her uh, shrimp and grits. Okay, it's really crazy. It's kind of weird, uh, but I like it. I mean, it gets you gets you out because there's so many good places. I mean, Waffle House is on the list. I'm like, what are they going to give you? Like a fourth <laughs> of a waffle? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, well, I'm, a, I'm also a foodie, right? In addition to my music thing. Oh, really? I, I love food, so I've got a lot. I got a little Facebook. When I when I post stuff, it's a mixture of music, uh, food, and dogs, and it's always a, it's always a toss up between, yeah. between what gets the most attention. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, I would I would describe your music, and this is going to be ignorant of me, like Zydeco slash blues. I mean, you're kind of Louisiana style, I guess. But see, I'm not a musician, so I have no idea about genres. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so I I have the I have the one Zydeco song, but you know, but the- it's, but it's not though. It's weird. It's like because you you're you use the harmonica, right? And you're rocking. It's like to me, it's fun. That's what I would describe. Well, I like this is fun music. That's what I try to do, so, man. It's like, you know, I don't take myself too seriously. And Kim Wilson from the Fabulous Thunderbirds, 
you know, one of my, you know, one of the guys I look up to, uh, he said, you know, somebody asked him, well, you, you know, how did you get into the blues and why did you get into the blues? He said, man, you know, I, I just want to be part of it. When I heard it, I just I got to be yeah, part no, of it. Like- and that's just what I, I like to do. I like to, I, I don't take my, t- I like, I like, I pride myself in being an entertainer. Yeah. And we put on a good show and we have fun. I play the harmonica a little differently than most harmonica players do, more like, uh, you know, guitar and, uh. And so, yeah, so we have a good time. And yeah, yeah rock, I, blues, Zydeco, whatever. It's weird. I don't, yeah, because country will do well, whatever. Well, music has changed so drastically because, you know, back, I'd say even in like right when the 40s started, that's when they started kind of doing different type of genres, but it was all in the same thing. Like country became country. And then, you know, rock and roll became rock and roll. Because when people say like the Beatles were rock and roll, I'm like, man, think about Metallica today. Yeah. And think about the Beatles. Like, did people both think those were rock and roll? Right, right. It's, no. it's weird, because back when the Beatles were the Beatles, yeah, they, they considered that rock and roll. Yeah, rock, yeah and, rock means different things to different yeah. people. When I, when, like, when I go to a blues club, a lot of the blues clubs, I'm too rock for them, right? And the yeah. rock clubs, I'm too blues for them, right? Yeah. So, and so, uh, you know, there was a music critic here <laughs> in Houston Chronicle, uh, Marty, Marty Racine, who doesn't live here anymore, but one of the things that he described is he was talking about Jerry Lightfoot and the Essentials, which used to be like the top band in Houston. He was my first band leader here. And he, he had a nice review of one of Jerry's shows. And he said, it's, I don't know if it's blues. I don't know if it's rock and roll. It's right down the middle, and that's where I like it. Yeah. Right? And, so, and that, that's, what, that's what I like. I like, I, like the element, I like having elements of both. So let's talk about the show. So you're going to be performing on, uh, I believe, I already said it a couple of times and I already forgot it. That's not... Uh, December 14th. Uh, yeah. Geez, no, December. <laughs> yeah. No, they, Whatever uh, month this is, April 14th. It's going to be Friday, April 14th, yeah. uh, Red Brick. Red Brick, to me, I have a love-hate with musical acts there. And I think what it is, is when I think of that stage and I think of your of your music... How are you, how many people are going to fit on that stage? Well, you know what? I've had a lot of people on that stage. Well, that's what I'm saying because I've been there. I've when, had nine people on that. stage. I mean, that's in, that's intense. Yeah, I've had nine people on that stage. So yeah. you're going. What, what are we going to? What are we? If I'm a, if I'm coming on uh, Friday, what am I going to see? I'm going to freaking blow you away, man. Okay, that's what, <laughs> I, all right. That's, I have got I've got two guitar players. I've got um, I don't I don't have a keyboard player. I got two guitar players, uh, harmonica. Bass, so that place drums, and then I have uh, I have two special guest uh, female uh, singers that are that are coming in. So okay, see that's it. what I'm talking like. Yeah, because that was like again that stage you never know. And if I can get a keyboard player be- between now and then, I might add one. So. Well, you might. There's like a hundred artists coming down for Connor Crossroads. Yeah, You'd be like, hey, you keyboard player, come on, come on. So you know, I, I like that, and, and I think the audience likes that, right? Oh when, yeah. When you when you bring when you can mix other people in and. And I just love doing that. I love bringing other people, and I love collaborating with people. It's it's and the audience likes it. Well, that's one thing I, I really hope with this Conroe Crossroads because this is the second year they start getting that reputation within the musical acts where the diversity of music they start connecting with artists they would never connect with. Sure. And then when you start building that kind of connection, so hypothetically Conroe Crossroads year ten. Like oh, I remember playing with that guy five years ago. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. Let me call him up before we get there and let's see if we can do something. For sure. Because uh, I think one of the coolest things I've ever seen is Bruce Robinson. Uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right. He's a, a singer songwriter country artist. Yeah. He I went to a festival that he played at like on a Friday, uh-huh. and then I was just seeing him everywhere, like in right. different stages. Right. And I was just like, 
is he in these bands? And then he's like, no, he's just buddies with this guy. And the guy asked him to come on and like play for play guitar. I'm like, okay, okay, I see how it's going. Like he's not coming in and out. He's not right. coming for the festival and then peacing out right when his set's right. done. Right. And so that, that's why I hope this festival kind of turns into where people will stick around. Yeah, man, and, that's uh, I, I love that. I love that kind of scene. And I think that Conroe, this festival's got the potential to to do that. Right? There's a little, you know, some diversity in the music as oh, you yeah. pointed out. So. Well, I think it, you know it's fun. well. One thing that I had to respect a lot for the city putting this on is you could tell they cared about the venues first. And it, when I say the venues, this, this is the festivals kind of in different venues around downtown Conroe. Right. But you can also you can, it almost smell that all the artists that are playing at these venues are somewhat connected with that venue. Meaning, like they probably had the, the meetings of the minds and are like, "Hey, we want to put this festival on. Who are good artists?" And Red Bricks like. Oh, uh, Steve Crace, he's really good. I think that's pretty much the way it and, went down. Yeah. I, you know, Debbie's been a very big supporter of mine and uh, and the band. And uh, as you, as you uh, observed, you know, a lot of the music in the area is more country. Uh, oh, trust me, that's all we play here because that's the only music I got regularly. Well, I hooked you up now, man. No, so now keep, I'm feeding you with some good, oh, some with some different stuff but, now. So <laughs> yeah, well, that's what's so funny is people always expect me to know every music, like genre, song. And I'm like, well, honestly, we the only reason we played country is when we first opened, the first couple DJs we had, volunteer DJs, loved country. Right. So they would just play Americana country. And I'm like, here you go. You go have at it. As long as it doesn't curse, I'm cool with it. And now it's snowballed into this. And I'm like, I just don't want to listen to it. Hey, if I had my own radio show, I'd play whatever I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, that's why I'm excited about this week because I'm just playing music off from this festival. So I'm right. learning so much new music, and I love it. Right. And and that's why I would try to encourage people, you know, Monday through Friday this week, I'm just playing music featuring from the artists. And that's what I want. I, that's what I want to do, because it's, it's exciting for me to see all these artists come into town. And then I'm like, oh, guess what? I interviewed that guy. I'm going to go see him play. Yeah. And then the, your, your audience appreciates it because, you know, you're exposing them to some things that they, yeah. they hadn't been exposed to before. Well, let me ask you this, like when musical acts. Back in the day, this is before festivals. Because okay. a lot of times when I remember festivals, it was usually like one day, one stage, there you go. Yeah. And then it started evolving to these multi-stage things, and then it became multi-weekends, and then, you know, like multi-days, and then it became multi-days on the weekends. Like when, like ACL, like I remember when ACL yeah. first started, yeah. I was very, like, I, I don't know how, I think I was like a child. Yeah. But, uh, but when now, today, it's two weekends, and it's just one giant party, basically. Yeah, yeah. And what I'm, what I think about is, what's the demographic that go to festivals, and do people really go to these festivals just to see one band, or now do they go and just to try to taste a little bit of everything? I, I think that it's uh, personally. Yeah, because you're a musician, you've probably been to a lot of like in festivals. Yeah, Similar to the Connor Crossroads. Well, that's certainly the headliner gets people's attention, right? Yeah. You know, like Willie Nelson's got this big festival going on, Outlaw Music Country Festival that's going on. And and that's the draw. And then you look at the rest of it and, you know, I, th I think, you know, but Willie, I think the headliner is absolutely the thing that gets your attention. ACL, I, I think it's a party and the the level of talent that's there, it's just, it's mind-blowing. I mean, it's, it's incredible acts that they move in there. Well, I mean that because the whole—I think it's a bad example because like the whole city of Austin gets crazy. I mean, like if you you might buy a ticket, right. but you can still go to Austin that weekend and see hundreds of bands, right? And all their venues. Right. So it's kind of—and I think what I'm trying to get to with my point about festivals is I, I had this weird thought. 
my best friend loves traveling. That's like his thing to travel to go to festivals like Bonnaroo right. and stuff. I'm like, what happens when you hit like 60 and you start going to these festivals and it's like our generations used to going to these festivals. So we're all six years old going to Bonnaroo. I was like, do you think they're still going to do Bonnaroo or do you think you can get like, they're going to kick you out because you're too old to go to Bonnaroo. Cause those are like young people festivals in my mind. I might be biased. Yeah, man, I haven't been to a festival like that. You know what I'm talking uh, about, uh, though? Yeah, I, like, yeah I, mean, I mean, I'm 65, so yeah, I get it's it. Bernie <laughs> man, it well, is Bernie Man a festival? I, I guess it is. I, I I got a friend of mine, he's just about my age. He goes every year. He well, see, it, and know? that's what I think of. It's that's like, an experience, man. I, I don't well, know. I know, but it's like, you know, the the, the people who originally started making these big, because like festivals really weren't that big until, like I would say, 20 years ago. When I say festivals, I mean like three days. People are spending a lot of money, paying yeah. $500 for a ticket. All this kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. And then it's like, well, now we're all old. Do, are we still going to go to these things? And you know what? I, I had this funny thought. I go, because my, my parents live in Montgomery. And they, they asked me about this. And she's like, my mom's like, is it appropriate for someone my age? And I go, who cares? It's, but I go, main thing about this festival is in venues that you've been to. So if you feel comfortable going to Red Brick... You're gonna feel comfortable going to Red Brick during the Conroe Crossroads. Of course, of course. And so that's what I was like. That's what I thought was kind of different from other festivals. It's like, yeah, yeah, you can come down here. You're not forced with shoulder to shoulder people in this weird, crazy crowd. It's like, no, like you can go to the Corner Pub if you don't want to be at the Corner Pub. You can go to Pacific Yard House. And to me, that was like I didn't really think about festivals catering to older people until my mom asked me that because she thought festivals for for drugs and you know, young people and sweat and you're just drinking a bunch of water because you're outside and dying. Well, it's interesting uh, it, because you see that in the venues as well for, for the genre of music, the blues genre as an example. Uh, the demographic for that is, you know, it's, it's older. It's not in the United States. There's not a young, the demographic's not young for blues shows. Uh, what I found in the, the, the shows in the city in Houston that mm-hmm. we do, um, we play at a place called the Big Easy which is a world-famous blues club. They have um, a weird tagline. What's uh, it's like Big Easy how? Social and Pleasure Club. But yeah, there's, a whole, so, there's a whole story around it. I know, it. but I just remember that. T- I was like, do I take a date there? Nah, I know. It, a lot of people don't get it. It's a, that's a New Orleans thing. That <laughs> yeah. Historically, there's no, been just, social and pleasure clubs. And, yeah. and it's, it's a community kind of thing. And, and that's where Tom, Tom McClendon, that's where, he, that's where he got that from. So, yeah. A lot of the people get, you know, the eyebrows raised. And they're, yeah, they're afraid really to go is. in there because of that, and then because it looks a little funky on the outside. But, um, but they're, you know, what I find is that a lot of our fans they won't go to the Big Easy because it's, uh, you know, it's a big dance floor and it can get crowded, it gets yeah. loud, and you know, you might get a beer spilled on you. You, you know, it's, that would that's unusual. But we're, as opposed to like if we go play at the Monkey Duck or something like that where it's reserved seats, there's tables, and, yeah. and people just feel more comfortable. They don't want – they want to know they got a place to sit. They want to know somebody's going to bring them a drink and that there's food that's to have, true. right? And so that, that's, that's part of it when you get older. Being older, <laughs> I, I understand that, right? Sometimes you just don't – you don't feel like – Well, it, yeah, it's – because you have to – especially for the Conroe Crossroads, it's like it's really important to establish yourself what kind of festival you want to be. Yeah. And you know, number one is the you know the acts like this is the kind of people we want to attract, and number two is the venues, and then also the times like uh, how late are we going here, yeah, and especially how long are each acts, and if you want to see acts, or is it like, you know, realistically you're only going to see four bands because there's so many bands and all that kind of stuff, 
But I think this is a good mix. And it's a healthy mix for all ages because you can come out at 6 o'clock, go see some shows, and if you feel like staying till midnight, there's probably a, vin- a venue open. Plus there's some free shows all around, uh, like at the firm, and then uh, I think at the Heritage Place and stuff like that. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, now, there used to be, uh, they used to, speaking of festivals, you know, when I first moved to Houston in 1980, mm-hmm. there was a festival here called the Juneteenth uh, Blues Festival. It was a two-week blues festival. And what was that hosted? It was in uh, Miller Outdoor Theater was the was the main yeah. venue, but they had it in bars that you would have. Every night of the week, there were shows all around town. But it wasn't like you had to buy a ticket for all of them. I think it was all free. Yeah, I think it was, it was just, all sponsors. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of the oil companies, energy companies got involved in it. And unfortunately, the fellow, Lanny, I can't think of his last name, he passed away. And uh, after he passed away, they tried to do it, and it fell apart like the next year. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's, it's a labor of love. And um, as we discussed, and then, you know, you have to have volunteers. You got to get the community behind it and you got to get the sponsorships. And it looks like uh, Conroe Crossroads Festival is on the right path. You know, man, I, I think well, this, I, is, yeah. this is exciting. Yeah. But I, anyway, I, but now Houston is one of the only cities in the country that doesn't mm-hmm. have a major blues festival. You have a festival that's maybe one day, but like Chicago Blues Fest, you know. Well, their blues bars are closing. If I remember, like they had the, man, leave me a second. There's a place right by Griff's. There's a blues place. I'm probably gonna forget. I'm, I already forgot it. I forgot. I, yeah, but like I feel like they're they're closing in a sense. Yeah, we've lost we've lost some Shakespeare Pub out on the west side is gone now. Uh, Fitzgerald's is gone. Sarah sold her place, which was a you know that's the first place I saw Stevie Ray Vaughan. And uh, yeah, I don't understand that whole thing. Yeah, and then of course you know Rockefellers was a they they still do live music there, but it's not an every night thing, and so. Yeah, Big Easy is this is other blues clubs, but Big Easy is the main, is the main. Yeah, I wish when I forgot whoever bought is is Rockefeller's the hotel kind of place on Washington. It's not a hotel, but it used to be a bank. It's on the corner of Washington. It has that cool sign. I don't remember. And then it's it's, there's a Star Pizza there. Okay. uh, Maybe I'm thinking of a different place. It's like they renovated it, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a cool venue, but then it became like a fancy venue, and I was like, I don't know about that. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. I haven't been to Houston in, in probably a couple of years to go well, see Well, you know, I, I, the COVID the COVID thing really knocked me back. I didn't go downtown yeah. for a long time, so it has changed. There are a lot of new venues. Oh, Continental Club is another great yeah. great place that they they do a fantastic job of of hosting live music, not just you know not just Houston, just not local music, but regional acts and national acts. Great, that's a great scene. That whole mid Maine. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of excited here, especially in Montgomery County, because we're getting. Uh, New businesses are built for large crowds. Mm-hmm. So, like the Shout House, I don't know if you've heard of this place. It's on the North Loop here, Northeast Loop. They have a really big backyard. Is it called the Shot House? Shout. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like a it's like a beer hall kind of thing. Right. Okay. Cool. But there, it's a big place, uh-huh. and then it's kind of like, have you been to Sawyer Park in the Woodlands? I have. See, that's a big place yeah. in my mind. Like I was like, when you walk in, they have two stages. Right. And I'm like, man, what are they planning on doing here? And so I was like, oh, that's cool. They're going to attract different types of acts here than, say, like the Corner Pub. Right. And so they're, and then I imagine uh, they're going to be, there's got to be a place like that on 105 Lakeside. There kind of was with Wolfie's, and then Wolfie's turned into something else. And like Papa's on the lakes. Papa's is still there, but I have not seen them really do big, like, unless it's like a fundraiser. It's, it's like they, they, they don't do music anymore. 
And, to, I used to do a regular show there with Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's on one day a week, but I know I drive by it all the time, and I'm like, well, I wonder why they have all this space. And then it's like they don't have something. Maybe during the summer, that's what they decide. Like, oh, we'll do six weeks of music, and then summertime's over, and it's too hot. Or, well, the good thing about this area, as a, as opposed to Austin, as an example, I mean, people think of Austin as a as a as a great music town, which it is, of course, but. You know, uh, there's so many musicians there, it's very difficult to get paid. And uh, so you have a lot of Austin musicians that are coming to Houston to get paid gigs, right? So the good thing about Houston in the area is you there are a lot of stages, and there are a lot oh, of yeah. venues that pay. And so uh, the musicians here, you can make a living, you know, playing music here f- full time. And so that's that's the good thing about Houston. It's a great music scene. It's just not, it's not uh, I say Houston, Houston, Montgomery County, the, yeah. surra- the greater Houston Conroe area, a lot of stages. We don't publicize it as much. Conroe has a, the ability to make itself a, a music destination with this festival and the way this whole downtown area is. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's fantastic. Well, and I, I think there's like at least six stages yeah, in great. downtown. And so it's it's insane. And I, I, what I hope is the it, like what Austin has a positive on their side of musician for musicians, they have foot traffic. Yeah. So you can get your right. band exposed. But here, I always felt it was more scheduled. It's like, oh, hey, we have, you know, we have this person coming in and you come in just for that show. It's not like, oh, I just, I, I go to Pacific Yard House because they have great music every Tuesday. It's like, it's not, it hasn't gotten to that point yet. I think right. they're trying at certain areas, especially on the weekends. Downtown is very busy now and you can actually travel. You can go to different places. Like Red Brick, they do a great job having live acts. Like it's being consistent. And I think going forward, I think that's what people are going to try to do, where it's like, hey, every Friday, Saturday, let's try to have live music at these places. So that way, you people don't just stay there for one show. We go visit and check out all their stuff. Yeah, that's. I mean, a lot of people like that. They want to go. You know, they want to be stuck in one place. They yeah. want to be able to move around. And you know, downtown Conroe, twenty years ago, I mean, what did you have? I mean, Dominoes. A corner pub, I guess. And a haircut. And Get a haircut you know, and play dominoes. When I was trying to find gigs up here, there just wasn't, there really wasn't any place to go. It's yeah. changed, changed significantly for the better. Well, and let's, so let's remind people, Connor Crossroads on Saturday the 14th, or Friday, Friday the 14th. Friday the 14th. Yeah, I think I'll go on at 10 o'clock. I don't know who's before me. I'm, I have to apologize. But I, I, you got the Chubby Knuckle Choir. Okay. I think they have a keyboardist. All right. I think. They, they got some singers, too. Yeah. They, yeah, they got a big group. Okay. Bit, I, I'm I not familiar with them. I wouldn't call them a jam band, okay. but I would call. I think of a jam band because every time I see them, they're all they're all having fun. Okay, well that's good. So because you know sometimes you get like the bass guitars, you're just like, yeah, you know, but like they're they're guys like yeah, you know, like you know having fun. Yeah, it's got it. Yeah, but I like to tell people. I like to tell other musicians that uh, the audience listens with their eyes, and uh, you know that, that's a that's a it's a big thing. What you do visually on stage is a huge deal. Well, we're going to be featuring music from Steve uh, following this interview, so stick around. Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, Mornings with Lone Star. This whole week, we're dedicating all the music and all the interviews to Conroe Crossroads. So get your tickets right now. Just look up Conroe Crossroads. I put uh, all the links for Steve below in all the descriptions, like where you can listen to his music, where you can follow him on tour, where you can get all social media, and especially where to buy his music. So we'll uh, we'll be right back here on Mornings with Lone Star. Thanks, Steve, for coming hey, in. I appreciate it. Thanks for having it. me, man. Looking forward to seeing you in the winter. Oh, heck here. yeah, man. So, uh, But yeah, we'll see you guys in a bit. We're going to have more coming about Connor Crossroads. Stick around. You're listening to Mornings with Lone Star. <laughs> 